Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, my name's Richard Moss, and I make a podcast called The Life and Times of Video Games. It's a narrative and documentary-style show about games' history and how the medium has evolved over time. Each episode or bonus interview soundbite delves into some aspect of the ups and downs of the industry, or the design, development, and legacy of the best or most interesting games ever made. It's all carefully edited, complete with original music and sound design, and a mix of interviews and deep research. All set up to tell you a great story about the secret worlds behind or within video games. I hope you enjoy the show. This show is part of the RetroZap.com podcast network. Hey, yeah, you. Did you know that Arcast is on Patreon? Go check out patreon.com slash Arcast for ways to help out the show and get some sweet perks in return. It could be something small, such as our $1 tier to show your support. Or join one of our higher tiers to get a shout-out, pick an episode topic, or even be a part of the show as a special guest. Even just sharing our show to your friends goes a long way. Once again, that's patreon.com slash artcast. Thanks for helping us, and keep it retro. What's up, Argonauts, and welcome to another episode of Arcast Mini. This is Arcast Mini number 24, and I am here with a very special guest, uh, my buddy here, Ben Herman. So how's it going there, Ben? It's going really good. It's a little warm down here in Florida, but it's uh, it's really good, and air conditioning uh, works very well, so it's a good thing. I'm glad to hear that, yeah. <laughs> so um, I have you on here, uh, actually, so as to kind of talk about the Neo Geo Mini project that you're working on, uh, specifically the new one uh, where it has, like, the Samurai Showdown variants, basically, for it. So there's the Haomaru variant, the Nakaruru variant, and the Yukio variant. Um, and, like, it's just, so, you know, they're, they're all looking, like, very stylish, and it seems to be basically a progression from the original Neo Geo Mini that came out, some, you know, like, some time ago. So... Um, I, I wanted to ask you specifically, first off, uh, as far as like what what prompted you, I guess, to get involved with this project. Well, I got on LinkedIn. It started with a salutation of "Hi Ben," and it came from, <laughs> it came it came from China. Um, I'm going to be candid. I have you know personally not worked directly for SNK for ten years. I have stayed in touch with them. I have told them what they should do. I have, uh, but never gotten income from it. And as you know, four years ago, SNK, a private company, sold uh, to, a, to a Chinese company. So the Japanese gave it up. The Kawasaki family essentially said, thank you very much, but we're done. And um, this Chinese company is being very aggressive. And in, in that, they are being reaching out. They should have reached out a year ago to me personally, but they didn't know where I was. And now I'm involved and I couldn't be happier. Sounds good. And um, were you like involved at all, like with the, the original mini console that came out? No, no. Um, un- unfortunately, the um, SNK Japan and the new Chinese parent, you know, they all have their opinions. And okay. uh, 
to say the least, I guess. To say the least. And all I will say is that if if I had been asked to be involved in the the international version, which is what was you know, brought to North America, if, if for starters, it would have had a different color look. Um, so the answer is no. I was not involved at all in that. I am now. I'm involved with helping to move inventory, and the way that is done, honestly, is as a bundle. It just has to be a bundle, and. Um, We'll talk more about that in a little bit, but uh, I, I now have input. The new product is is great because it is a bundle, and we'll talk about that as well. But it, it has all the elements inside to make it successful. Yeah. So, like the bundle that you're like referring to, and I, I believe this is like something that we spoke about before, um, is that basically like it's going to come with like actual controllers as opposed to just being like the the, uh, the you know the, the, the like console itself, like having like the mini uh, you know the mini joystick and the buttons and all that stuff. Right. Um, so you actually have like controllers, so you can actually do like like you know have like two player in this uh, for you know for like the fighting games and whatnot on it. Yeah. The um, I'm going to be very honest and candid. So what 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 you had is the Neo Geo Mini. There was a Japanese version, and then there was the international version. There's some game differences, which weren't really important, uh, unless you're really a fanboy to the point of, of saying, oh, my goodness, it doesn't have that. But um, There's a lot of them out there, for sure. Is that- <laughs> I know. I know that, and there's a lot of them out there who want some games that I like, too. But at the same time, it was a nice compilation of 40 games. But each, each had a little different variation. But it came without an HDMI cable. It came without controllers. So essentially, it was the cute-looking arcade desktop. It had a power cord that needed to be plugged into a you know into a jack or into USB port on the on your uh, computer. But then you could play it by yourself with the joystick and the like. Um, later in the year, uh, they came out with a military pack that was only meant to go, to be sold to the military to the bases. And in that pack, they loaded in two controllers as well as the HDMI cable, and that is a winner, all right? Uh, So now that we're coming out with the Samurai Showdown, and there's a lot of Samurai Showdown stuff to talk about, um, but this particular item, three different colors with the three different major characters from the Samurai Showdown fighting series. First time in 12 years, a new Samurai Showdown game is coming to PS4, Xbox One, the end of June, I think the 24th or 25th is being launched. Uh, later this year, there will be a, 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 a Switch version, and I believe a PC version as well. It might be October. But for the yeah, summer... Yeah, those are coming later, yeah. Right, but for the summer, those two games are coming out, Xbox One and PS4. And then in August, August 2nd to 4th, in Vegas, the Evo show, Samurai Shodan is one of the nine fighting games that are part of the competition at the Mandalay Bay. And I'm telling you, there's going to be thousands and thousands of people from all over the world competing. And even though I am not totally up to speed on what the heck they're doing with the competition, <laughs> I do know that one person will win. And you know, and it, look, somebody's going to win a nice prize of that wins the Samurai Showdown competition. And I don't know if you have to eat, play each game or you can just go there to play one game. But that competition is happening. And... Uh, we now have a collector set, three different collector sets that are going to come to the market. The order is in place. We're at, we're at a point now where I have to say by mid-July uh, it will be available, and it'll be up online for sale on Amazon, GameStop, and then other retailers. 
soon. I'm hoping by the end of next week, by the end of E3, Amazon and GameStop will have it up for sale so that you can pre-order it. So this new Neo Geo Mini uh, is basically like a way to kind of like help like promote like with like Samurai Showdown to kind of follow along with like the hype of it. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a limited edition. The, the, the Neo Geo Mini worldwide, okay, the chairman of SNK has said it sold quite a few, and I believe the number is over 300,000. The United States, North America distribution of that was so small that it's hard to believe that we missed it, all right? But this is a limited edition. It's going to be 60,000 pieces worldwide. That would tell me 30,000 should be done here. Um, once I get the pre-sale up online, you know, the opening order, which is not to that quantity, but it, you know, if it turns out that that stuff sells out quickly, and it should, there'll be reorders coming in behind. Uh, each container is 5,000 units. I've got three colors. By the time I get to a couple of weeks of, uh, of sales on online, we'll know whether somebody wants the red cabinet. I have a friend who's a real SNK lover for so many years. He wants the white cabinet. I'm hoping that everyone says, let me have one of each. <laughs> it's, it's, it's collectible. But, but not only inside do you get the cabinet, but you get the two controllers, you know, same color as the cabinet. You get a collectible hologram of the character from the set. You get like a, a card, little, right? Like a card. You two sided. You get you get a. I believe it's going to be a metal slug pad that you could put it on your table, but it's kind of like a mouse pad, you know. But it's 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 large enough to use. Um, there's decals that you can you know put on put on your cabinet. It's got obviously the power cord, the HDMI cord, and it's got the two controllers to plug in and like, let's go have some fun. And the 40 games that are here in in North America are the same 40 games that are being done in Japan. They're all the original Japanese arcade experience for all 40 games. And there's a switch to change it to English, but it's still a lot of the game graphics are Japanese, but the, but you get the voiceovers in English. And it's Oh, at least, okay. it's, it's cool, but it's the same. You don't have to say, oh, I'm going to buy the Japanese version because it comes with 40 games that are different than the U.S. No, it's one single 40-game console. But like the cabinet itself is basically like the same size as like the Neo Geo Mini from before, right? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, and this is, this I believe will be the last version that we will make. Uh, future future SNK hardware and the like, there'll be there'll be differences. Um, I know that what I what I what I've done is that the Christmas bundle, which came out very limited last year and sold through like in two days. All right. But that was meant to be limited. OK, that specific item, uh, that box is the correct size to fit a, a Neo Geo Mini, two controllers and an HDMI cable not thrown in, but packaged and all licensed with SNK graphics. Um mm. So that size box, I'm in the process right now of getting a box that size so I can bundle up the minis that are out there and make them into bundles. And I am you know, extremely happy about that. And that really, if you're going to buy this thing, you might as well own it. Um, if there's one negative, it's the fact that none of these, none of these controllers had the electromagnetic or whatever the magnetic word is that's correct to give you that click, click, click on the joystick. Right, um, right, but the satisfying clicks in that case, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. But the future generation uh, of things that we do on you know next generation hardware and the like will have that back into there because 
the right people are having input and saying, excuse me, what's, uh, mm. it's missing. Let's add it. So just going by like how like the controllers themselves look though, um, I mean like yep. the, the stick themselves, I mean like they, they kind of remind me a little bit of like the Neo Geo Pocket Color, like a little bit. I don't know if that was like a, like a basis as far as like how to design that part of the controller. I, I, would, I would say that to me, it's more like the MVS cabinet or the, or the AES. It, it, it's, it's an extended height, you know, that you can hold on to the handle and you can click, you know, you can move it around. And, and I honestly feel that that's, you know, the, look, the pocket pocket is one of my personal items because I was shown it in 98. That was 1998, everyone. I was shown it in 98. I said, whatever, I dropped everything I was doing. I said, look, I want to sell that. I want you to bring me back on board. And I became VP of sales and I launched that. And we got, within a year, it was 2% of the market. And I wish I had a control. I wish I had one in my hand right now with its batteries. I wish I had some games. Uh, mm. I, I look at eBay all the time and say, you know what, maybe this is when I'm going to uh, step up and, uh, and and spend a couple hundred dollars and get a nice looking uh, console that works and get a couple of games and, you know, spend $500 for stuff that back then was, you know, $79 retail for the hardware and, and keep going. Um, the fact is, though, is that that was a great system. The Neo Geo X was a great system. Great system. It was ahead of its time, really. It know. was. It was. And you know what? If you go, if you say, well, what, what was in Neo Geo X? Well, guess what? There was a handheld unit that, you know, was the next generation of Pocket. It was a Switch before Switch, really, in a lot of ways. You Thank know? you. Thank you. And, and I'm not touting my own, but I have, I have told every hardware company, and maybe Nintendo listened to me, even though that's got to get all the way back to Kyoto. You know, it's got to go back to NCL, that the next generation needs to be a portable system where you can hook it up at home or take it outside. And what I was told, oh, the internet isn't strong enough. You know, it's not strong enough yet to take to take a Halo game and let you play. It's not strong enough let, yet to let you take, you know, a big a big A-rated title, AAA title, and that's fine. Somehow Nintendo figured it out first, and I'm going to tell you straight up, and you know, people can yell at me. Xbox Two, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. PlayStation 5, they are still bricks. You got to hook it up to your TV. I don't care if you got 20K TV. You hook it up to your TV. You can do whatever you want with those games, but you cannot take them out of your house. You can't. You know, I mean, That's true. and I'm sorry. I am past that. I mean, it's a big reason why the Nintendo Switch is like selling so well is because of that portability and like being able to play those games like on the go. So, yeah. I now. I have a very close friend who's a distributor of Nintendo out of Philadelphia, and I'll plug him. It's Vast Distributors. All right. Mario Rochi. Mario being a great name. He is a Nintendo distributor. <laughs> he, never had a, he never had a large base. I'm helping him now because we're doing some things with GameStop and getting some decent orders. And, and he, he took a position with some products from Nintendo that they wanted to, to get out of, which were Amiibos, personally. And, you know, I can't get in trouble with Reggie anymore because he has retired. But... <laughs> I, I won't go into that story, but I, you know, I, he didn't give me you have a Reggie story or I, I do. I do. I have two Reggie stories, but I, and get me back. I mean, to I'd me. love to hear them if, if you don't mind sharing. No, I, I will. I will. Um, all right. The one thing he has not, he did not do. And I don't know why, but EA is not supporting switch the way it should. I mean, Madden, you know, um, college football, some of the stuff that should be on switch. If they, if, if EA said at this show, I'm going to do switch and I'm going to have Madden 21, I would buy a Switch in a heartbeat. 
Yeah, I would li- I would like to buy a black controller so that I don't have like gray controllers on my handheld. That's that's I'm ready to like spray paint them. But the tr- <laughs> but the truth that's what I want. But here's my Reggie stories. So and I, I can now openly tell him because I just I don't care if people are alive or dead anymore. So the first E3 he did, he came when they were launching Switch. Uh, not Switch. I'm sorry. They were launching Wii. He got up on the stage at the pre- at the press conference with all the trade there and all the buyers there. His eyes were they were emblazoned, and he scared people. He really did. Mm. He's a big guy, so he's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a big. He's a big. I, you know, I, I would arm wrestle the guy. I don't care. He, <laughs> he uh, I'm not a small guy, but anyway, he. Um, so the show was over. It was a great show. You know, back then software was was king, and you know what have you. So, my, and I had one of my daughters had come to the show to be the receptionist at our SNK booth. So this was 2006, I believe. Could be five, but I believe it was six. And I was still president of SNK. We still had our doors open. And, you know, it was, it was before PlayStation 3 and Xbox One ended SNK because we could not afford to do the high-definition graf- graphics at that time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I go to the lounge, Continental Lounge, you know, before it was United, and get in the lounge with my daughter. And, of course, we're delayed and whatever. And it's because we're taking a red eye back east. And who's in the lounge? Reggie. He's there waiting for the same flight. Okay, so what do I do? I say, Jill, I'm going to go over and talk to the man. He's not scaring me. And I went up (laughs) and I introduced myself. And we had an hour conversation. And I told him then, as I do today to others, and I get no money for it because I just give away. my, My wife says, what is wrong with you? You give away all this information for free. But what I did back then is I said, you do me a favor. You have a brand new platform. It's time for new sales management. And I don't want to go deep into that, but I gave him a few reasons why. I said, just call the retailers. You t- you can talk to the presidents and the, the managers and the buyers. I said, go do that and go see if what I'm saying is real. He made a change. Okay, he changed the sales management. And not, you know, not 100 people, but he just changed his upper sales management. Put in a guy that I know to this day, sweetheart. Um, his mom got sick. He had to leave the company for a while, and like they didn't hold his position. You know, that's something that Nintendo is. When I worked for Nintendo, I got a computer. Somebody said, you know, don't do anything on that computer that like isn't like Nintendo related. They didn't even have solitaire on the computer. They wow. they they were worse than the FBI. They checked on you, and <laughs> and you know, it, it's true. And I don't. I'm at a point in my life now. I can say this. So, in that particular year that I worked for Nintendo, which is like. 01 to 03. If you know golf, they have what they call the Curtis Cup. And that's that's the women's team from the United States versus England. And they were selecting the team on a certain day. And my wife was an absolute candidate to be selected for that team. To this day, I'd say, should have at least been an alternate, let alone been on that team. And, and I kept checking the USGA website to look for the team announcement. Now, honestly, everyone got a phone call. I should have known better. But she did not get selected. But don't you know, a couple of days later, I was asked, what were you doing on the USJ site so much? And I had to say, it was selection day, and I was looking to see if my wife's name was there. That's why I was there. you know. And I didn't say, say anything beyond that, and it was not an issue. But they track you. They want to know everything. And uh, back in the early days of Nintendo, if there was an order to be gotten, you went out with a five-part form. You got the buyer's signature. 
if you were good enough, you were able to sign the name. It looked pretty close. <laughs> so, you, so you didn't have to drive all the way out to New Jersey to go to there, the Toys R Us office, which today is, you know, boohoo is not there. The campus, you know, the old campus, you can drive by the buildings. And now the new campus still, it's anyway, um, it's there. They, they follow your back. They're back. And, you know, at that time with we, it was a home run. The new guys, any guys would have had some success, but I, you know, but he just, it was great. The only negative for me was that I was getting game development opportunities and I didn't have online capabilities, whereas some of the big guys got it early. They got, they got the ability to make that part of a game and I didn't, and I brought it to Reggie's attention or at least I did an interview and said something and he got pissed at me on that. Um, and, and you know what we really, after that, it was like, I was, you know, I was non gratis. I mean, I, he really did not, uh, did not you know relate to me or talk to me, even though I was telling his company, you know, portability, let's go. So, yeah, you know, they we, seem to take that to heart later on anyway. So. Yeah. Well, look, Wii U is a disaster. Um, but thank God switch is good. There's a, there's a rumor, although I don't know that's real is that there might be a couple of different switch configurations announced here. One, which maybe has more memory, like a deluxe edition and maybe one that has maybe less or maybe comes with less parts. That's not like a cheaper variation of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I won't use the word you. It, it would be like more of a entry level, you know. You, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the marketing side of that. For right. Sure. It's, it, that's it. It's, it's all about marketing. And, you know, my quick it's marketing. affordability. Story, yes. Right? My, my quick marketing story is this. When you watch the commercial, you, maybe you didn't. Maybe, your, you know, your young fans didn't. But there was Alka-Seltzer. You know, if you had an upset stomach, take it. So it was plop, remember, yeah. plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. The person doing the commercial would hold his hands up, and those two tablets would drop directly into the water. All right, into the water and sizz and sizzle, and then there's that drink that you're going to have that's going to make you feel better. No one showed him or her ripping apart the packaging that you need a scissor to open. So it's about <laughs> yeah. the, it's about the marketing. It's about it's all about the presentation. You know, I, you know, or like it, with like Capri Sun, for example, like and having like to stick like the straw into the, the Capri Sun like right, packet, and it was right. just like this vertical thing is really weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not you know you you look. I, my my wife is still coming to me to open up the jars. You know, I can't quite open this. You know, and so you just grab the top and you give it a little extra push, and you, I got it. You must have had it going, hon. I got the rest of it open. Okay. <laughs> So going back to the Neo Geo Mini, um, like, was there at, at any point, as far as like the overall design of the cabinet itself, or like of the um, uh, of like the unit itself, anyway, uh, to make it look like the MVS? Because I like I figured like that like iconic look for that cabinet would, would you know would have like prevailed as far as like the like design of the thing. Well, I mean, look, you, they weren't going to make a tall one. Okay, they wanted they wanted to have a, a large enough screen. I think it's three point five inches, but they wanted to have a large enough screen so that the experience would be good, and you'd have room to hit the buttons, move the joystick, and that it does. It does it very well. Mm -hmm. the but the best way to play that is to hook it up to the TV, put in two controllers on each side through the USB ports, and play with a, a pad, you know, call it the old joypad, uh, which size-wise, you, you, SNK has had them through all their generations of, of products, you know, whether it was the AES. You know, the AES, you got two pads, and then you could go out and buy this large joystick, you know, the big square mm -hmm. sit on the table joystick. Um, but with those two pads, two players can play, watch it on their TV. I think it's seven. It might be 720p or I or, you know, don't don't ask me to be specific. 
but it just it makes the experience much better and that's really the best way to play it um and that was not you couldn't do that with with you know just the mini itself i mean i will tell you in japan there now is a stand little mini stand that you can you can find on google on ebay what have you that fits onto the japanese mini and it makes it look more like a tall cabinet i think i've seen that before yeah now that particular item just for our you you know north american friends is the bottom of the of the japanese mini versus the international mini they're a little different size so you could not buy that that bottom and put it onto the U.S. version unless you use Elmer's glue or something. I mean, it, it doesn't <laughs> it, it doesn't fit. But it's just a coin box. It's like you know. I mean, I, to me, it would be like put a coin in, play the game, and make like you. And then you have it's like a savings bank. Yeah. Well, it certainly brings back that, that like you know that feeling of going, of going to the arcade and you know putting your quarters in and like all that oh, stuff. Oh. So. Now, I mean, now just briefly on the arcade, you know, SNK has an arcade unit that's in China only at this point. Um, That's right. You're telling me a little bit about this, yeah. Right, and it takes a QR reader, and it it takes Apple Pay. It takes all, and you know, it's people that really want to get in the arcade want a coin box. You know, you got to put a coin box in, or so either they have tokens that you buy at the facility, or you know, they they have a card that you you know you recharge the card and you swipe the card and like David Buster's around one kind of thing, yeah. Down the road, I'll be having those conversations for that type of product uh, because. Why not? It's all part of the uh, in, you know the entire industry. So, anyway. Come get serious. So, getting into like the games themselves, then as you mentioned there with, with like the Samurai Showdown games, like all six of them there. Yep. Uh, there's also Metal Slug One through Three. Yep. Uh, King of Fighters Nine Seven through Nine Nine. Yep. Um, I see you have Fatal Fury One, Fatal Fury Two, and Mark of the Wolves in there. As far as like, the yep. Fatal Fury franchise is concerned, uh, Art of Fighting, uh, Aggressors of Dark Combat, Super Sidekicks, like just like some random like games in there as well. Twinkle Star Sprites is another one that, you yep. know, that I really like. Um, so like what you know what what kind of uh, I guess like talks were there uh, that that you had personally I guess in, in regards to setting up this lineup? None. Okay, so that None. that <laughs> because look the mini came out before before they got me on the phone. Uh, the Samurai Showdown lineup was done before they got me on the phone. Um, you know, the Samurai Showdown lineup has, has there's four languages in there, and I would add, you know, two if not four languages if you if you're looking for worldwide distribution. But the truth is, it's such limited edition that it's 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 okay. But for future things, you got to have you know all of those languages when you when you're thinking worldwide. The mini does. The mini has more languages than than the Samurai Showdown. But as far as the games or the colors or anything to do with these systems, I just marketing put it together, and I'm the guy going out to take it to retail. All right, and mm-hmm. I've and I've done that, um, and I've dealt with well, the mini had a few issues. Well, I've done I've dealt with that too because it needs to be a bundle. It never should have been independent. Um, so I am saying to anyone who's out there that has a piece of inventory that wants to sell it, get a couple of controllers and an HDMI cable from SNK or, you know, at least from the company that is representing them uh, for that, which is Beantech, and get yourself, make it a bundle. It'll sell, and, and I don't mean same price, up the price. It's, it should be about a, it should be a 120 retail for, for a bundle for the Mini. The uh, Samurai Showdown is going to be 140 for the bundle uh, for, you know, for any of the three that, that you look. But it's, it's cool. It's really cool. And I... Um, at E3 next week, I won't have them on display. I don't have a booth, but I have a distributor that is representing them. I have a, a big uh, 
satchel that I'm going to be carrying around if you want to peek and take a look at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. <laughs> so aside from like the additions of the um, of the like controllers and like you know all the other bells and whistles, basically, uh, like what other things from like the Neo Geo Mini, like from like the original one, anyway, um, did you learn from that in order to improve on this one? Well, obviously, it's bundled. It has the controllers and and the, and the cable. Um, yep. The games the game assortment this forty is a little bit different. All right, it's, I'm not going to say it's massively different, but it's 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 somewhat different. Um, I have a list that I have created that was put together by fanboys, and I say that affectionately. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the top thirty, I have the top forty, and if someone said to me, "Give me forty games," I have the list. Um, I might want to make a couple of changes and I might check out, well, what's number 39 and 40 because I want to put in a couple couple in that in that spot. Um, and I will, okay, and I am as we talk about future endeavors. But for these, you know, these SKUs so far, including the Christmas edition that came out last year, uh, I had no input on the game, on the games. But SNK, you know, back in Japan did. Um, China may have had some input. You know, on, on stuff, but at the end of the day, high quality product. It's, you know, like the, everyone's got a defective allowance. There wasn't five defectives, and I think if there was a defective, it was because somebody said I'm going to drop it on the floor on purpose. They really, right. this, this thing really, really works. Um, so, so, is there like an SNK game that you would have wanted to see on there personally? Uh, you shouldn't have to ask that, but yes, yes. Um, and I, I'm going to talk out of school about this. There were three games under the, under the title of Baseball Stars. Oh yeah, baseball starts is great. Yep, and uh, the first time I, I I got involved with that was when when uh, when SNK was one of the early third parties of Nintendo, and they made their baseball stars for the NES, and it had a battery backup, and you could make trades and, and save it, and it was unbelievable. Now mm-hmm. to, you know to this day that battery probably has you know run all over the place and and, and ruined, <laughs> ruined the cartridges, but baseball stars professional. The first game, it was a caricature of baseball players, and one of the pitchers was Sandy Koufax. Okay, um, I think they had Babe Ruth in there, but they definitely had Sadahara O, and it was all caricatures, and it was fun, and it was. Uh, I talked to buyers; they tell me that was one of my favorites. I, okay, all right, I'm, I'm there. So the second game was Baseball Stars Two, which I have been told, and I will I will allow it to be be said. That that was the best game, as far as mm-hmm. game gameplay, and there were teams, and there was Team Japan, and there's Team USA, but there's also Team Taiwan, and I won't say anything more than that. Okay, the third game was like uh, Super Robots 2020. I don't I don't look at that as like oh that's great. I want let me have a robot playing baseball. But you know what? With the with the 2020 part as part of the the title, why not? Okay. Yeah. But, you know, give me give me baseball stars one if I can't have two. All right. So that is one. Um, I like the sport games, so I'm happy to have a soccer game in there. Uh, mm-hmm. I want top to, players golf is in there, too. That's correct. Top players golf is one of my games that I would want. Um, I'm not saying football frenzy has to be one of the games. If I if I had an unlimited edition, I'd say yes. But how but how about how about turf masters? Which I believe Turf Masters is a really good one too. That's yeah. a really good one. I mean, you know, and if you if you were ever going to say I, I want a home arcade or I want to put this, uh, you know, in a, in a in a coin op in the you know back in the store back in a bar, 
that's what you want to have. You want to have something that you can like say, hey, let's go play and I'll win and I'll, I'll buy you a beer or something. You know, that's the top one for sure. Yeah, that's one. So the sport games are what I want. Now, I mean, do I need all every Metal Slug game in this? No, I do need one and three. No, no ifs. Uh, my personal favorite on King of Fighters, I would say go with the original. Go with 94. That would be my fa- favorite because that brought three licenses together. World Heroes, Fatal Fury, and Art of Fighting. And all of those characters came together for the first time ever in that big event, King of Fighters 94. Yeah, historic, really. Yeah, It is historic. And and we haven't really done that yet. We haven't really said, okay, you know, you know, they, you know for King of Fighters, you, you could pick from 15 games. And the truth is, is that they get better. Um, you know, we tried a KOF 3D at one time. We tried to go three-dimensional, and the fans like 2D, and the way like things the are now. Impact games, I think? Or? Uh, it was just, it was just. I believe it was just KOF 3D. I think that's what we called it. I, I don't know if it was, K, maybe it was KOF MI. Maybe Maximum yeah. Impact. Maybe Maximum was. Impact was the name of those games, yeah. Yeah, I mean, all right, but just, I promise you that I will have input on the next generation that we bring. All right, sounds good. I, you know, I pray, I pray fingers crossed that they that we have baseball stars. So that's that. I'll stay with that. Um, so l- last question I have for you here, Ben. Um, if if you were basically to lead SNK, if you had like you know, if you were like calling all the shots with like SNK, w- what would the I guess like five year plan be for the company? Uh, number one, it would work. Number one would be to always bring quality product and get our message out in a timely way. That's the first thing, because for the last number of years, it has been a little bit, I think I heard, and maybe it's coming, and I don't know when it's coming. I would try to get that, the message out there, okay? Number two, I would bring games at a quicker pace to market. Um, I would, you know, I would I, I would build a volume of products that you kind of knew when they were coming and what they were, but I would have at least two major releases a year, not one. Mm-hmm. Um Number three, I would hurry and get Metal Slug to market, get the newest Metal Slug out. It's been a little while. It's time. I know it's on the calendar. I know it's not going to be in the next 16 months. So in other words, it's not coming this year or next year, but it is coming. And right. it, so if it's 2021, okay, fine. But let's do a lot before that and bring it. Um, I would say that allow Nintendo – to do amiibos with you, if they mm, if they want, big. it would be big. And I'm telling you right now, you just think, let me go with this. King of Fighters, King of Fighters has teams. How many on the team? The answer is three. Team Japan, Team China, Team USA. I'm sure Japan, and I, you know, beat me up if I'm wrong, but you know Terry Bogard and 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 Maya, Mia, Maya, you know, it just. Mm-hmm. My yeah, <laughs> my and just rem, just think about having a uh, an amiibo that you you plug into your controller and it changes costumes, colors. There's so many opportunities there, and I am I've been pushing them, and they are going to have the conversation, and I hope Nintendo will be open to it. But my goodness, even you know, think Metal Slug. Just bring the main characters out, either individually or bring them out as a group. Marco, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Marco, right? You know, hey, exactly, exactly. I would look. I would. I would. I would be happy. You know, somebody might say, "What's wrong with him?" Give me a twelve-inch. <laughs> give me a twelve-inch tall Marco, and let me just put it. You know, just not to be a, not to be an amiibo, but just let me put him on a shelf. You know, let me go. Let me go get my, my. You know, my 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 little pocket color 
games in the proper packaging and line them up on a shelf. Look, how many times have I looked at and seen someone's game room that I just I'm envious. You know, and they've got they've got every system. Every, and look, shame on me for not having an AES. All the games that I would want, a pocket, you know, even the even the Neo Geo CD things that that I had access to, that for whatever reason in moving and people said, Ben, can I have it? I'm a collector. I gave stuff away. When I was a kid, I had you know I'm an only child of an only child, All right, so I don't get a chance to talk much. And anyway, we're doing plenty of it right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I I had a cousin. Okay, so my cousin Stanton got from me all kinds of stuff. Lionel trains that I didn't have a basement with a big, you know, wood board and, and all put together. And dad helped me, you know, run the train. And but but I had a box of trains that I wish I had today. You know, my kids, my kids had Cabbage Patch dolls. And mm. I, I look at it and say, you know, I had a bag of them at one time that didn't seem to have value. But somehow today, if I had Princess Diana and I, some of them had some value, <laughs> I, maybe I could maybe I could get my my SNK collection put back together. Yeah, I never know. I never know. But. Stuff is coming, and even though I don't know all the all the all the information about, you know, look online there's chatter about Neo Geo two, Neo Geo three that came out of a press conference when SNK went public with stock and so forth, and there's a lot of rumors about what that stuff is. I am looking forward to Neo Geo three, because I'm I am hoping that it's any one of three things in my head, uh, and I will be happy with any of them, uh, and I will make sure that the right color. And I'll make sure they have the right game selection. <laughs> I mean, like the market right now, honestly, seems pretty wide open for more hardware to come out there. I mean, with like a television and like Atari yep. coming back. I mean, why not SNK with like the Neo Geo brand? So absolutely, the Intellivision situation. I'm very much aware of it. Um, you know, I, I am not going to say anything negative about what the box. You know, what the box looks like. I think what they're doing is tremendous on the idea. Uh, I'm not. I'm not quite sure what the marketing will be as far as distribution of games. It might all be just da- all downloadable. Uh, but they, but the price points are very very good, um, and I know they're trying to you know they're trying to be old, new, and future. So, and they're at E3 here in a private room, and they're, t- they're having some conversations. But you know what? They, uh, they're talking October 2020 to bring it to market, and I wish them very much. I wish them well. It should do. It should do good. Um, just give you know just give the retailer some margin. Um, Sega Genesis coming out soon. I mean, it's a seventy-two dollar cost and eighty dollar retail. And what do you, what does the what does the buyer or the retailer get? You know, don't tell me it's an eight dollar profit on uh, an allocated quantity. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's what it is. I mean, you know, it's it's look. No one does it better than Nintendo. The the NES Mini, the Super Nintendo Mini. I mean, I would have said, well, can you get my Metal Slug in there? Can you get a couple of my? You know, I, it, it's okay. The thing is, a you know, big success. Even though. The cost in the retail, there's not a lot of room for the retail, right. but yeah. they, you know it's okay. It's okay. Well, Ben, it was an absolute pleasure to speak with you, like about like you know about like the Neo Geo Mini, about like the Nintendo Switch, your Reggie stories, and everything in between. So, um, thank you again for speaking with me about all that. You are so welcome, and uh, David, I'm looking forward to talking again. But uh, let me go out to E3, have some fun, and uh, this fall is going to be a big year for SNK on its return to glory, and that's what I want to do. Return to the arcade. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you very much. Thanks, David.
Hello, my name's Richard Moss, and I make a podcast called The Life and Times of Video Games. It's a narrative and documentary-style show about games' history and how the medium has evolved over time. Each episode or bonus interview soundbite delves into some aspect of the ups and downs of the industry, or the design, development, and legacy of the best or most interesting games ever made. It's all carefully edited, complete with original music and sound design, and a mix of interviews and deep research. All set up to tell you a great story about the secret worlds behind or within video games. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.